0: Incendiary Radio of the public broadcasting network. If you can support the network, folks, please do. If you're if you're doing kind of halfway decent in this uh, screwed up world and economy, uh, throw the networks some change and uh, keep us on the air. So Trump said tonight, I'm also making another promise to protect Americans from government tyranny. As your president, I will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency. Such a currency would give the federal government absolute control over your money. This will be a dangerous threat to freedom, and I will stop it coming to America. We're also going to put in place strong protections to stop banks and regulators from trying to debank you for your political beliefs. That will never happen while I'm your president. Well, it's happened to people all, all kinds of stuff when you were president. All the people. I mean, it's pretty funny that Trump makes all these promises now. Um, now, would I... I mean and does would i rather see trump than michelle obama or gavin newsom uh, i guess so but um, do i am i enthused not that much because the whole warp speed thing got ran under his nose and that sort of thing I mean, Johnson and Johnson makes a two billion dollar purchase for a drug baker specializing in cancer treatment, right? <laughs> Isn't that nice? So Pfizer and J and J they come out with the jabs, and, and the in the you know the cancers just allegedly you know going to just go crazy. i um, got I mean how many how many articles have we all seen in the last few days about um, cancer going to explode? um you know i got just so many different articles pulled up right now and i'm trying to find the one but anyway um so they buy this freaking 2 billion dollar cancer company um to A- AMBRX Biopharma pharmaceutical giant paid $2 billion in cash to acquire Am- Ambrick from a company specializing in cancer treatment. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? They all jacked everybody up with the shots that caused cancer as one of the kind of side effects here. And then um, then they're all getting involved with the the cancer stuff. So Chinese scientists, this was on the Daily Mail this week, Chinese scientists create a mutant coronavirus strain that attacks the brain and has a 100% kill rate in mice as they admit there's a risk it spills over to humans. I mean, that was on the 18th they come out. So scientists in Beijing linked to the Chinese military, cloned a COVID-like virus found in pangolins known as GXP2V and used it to infect mice. The mice had been humanized, meaning they were engineered to express a protein found in people with the goal being to assess how the virus might react in humans. Every rodent that was infected with the pathogen died within eight days, blah, 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 blah. You know, um, it's like, come on. And they're they're just, you know, waiting to introduce this next thing. Um, I mean, it's. I'm trying to find the article where. Oh, here it is. Cancer pr- pr- diagnosis is projected to reach all time highs in 2024, driven by younger populations. Okay. This is on Axios. New cancer diagnoses in the United States will eclipse 2 million for the first time in 2024. The outlet reports that the horrifying increase in cancers is driven by younger Americans. And everybody's going, because of the shots, because of the shots. And I get that. But what else did they install while we were all locked down? The big, super thick cable towers that are everywhere right now. So... I think we just both need to look at both both things: the towers and the and whatever's being emitted, whatever millimeter wave technology is being emitted, and the shots. So I mean, that's, I've been trying to emphasize that over the last couple of weeks. I'm I'm looking at this. I'm like, you know what? Everybody's saying, "Oh, I wonder why this is happening with needles." Needles, like on Twitter, thanks, COVID vaccine. All these people, those that tried to warn this experimental mRNA would cause turbo cancers, were censored, smeared, ridiculed. And so the can- the vaccines, everybody's throwing under the bus, but then the 5G is getting a almost a pass here. And, um, you know, up on State of the Nation, what, two days ago, infrasonic weaponry. The attacks are now coming from every direction. So here's this is what's interesting: quaternary um, weapon systems throughout 2024. Okay, uh, then he gets into um, latest gift from a twisted tyrant, and then people are saying, "Don't watch the Leave the World Behind unless you want a miserable experience that has no satisfying conclusion." And John Kaminsky kind of um, wrote this um, article, of, kind of about that, um, and he and he gets on to, um, he gets into kind of like turning all the all the races against each other, and SEAL Team Six, and the, the fake killing of Bin Laden, and the liquidating of SEAL Team Six, and taking out Qaddafi, and he goes he goes into this. Um, the newest death technology. So he gets into, and I, and I covered the Todd calendar angle with the, with the, uh, like the, the dormant uh, stuff that could be in the um, use, the five G to trigger release of a previously injected pathogen has already been explored and tested. The U S legal instruments to deal with the Marburg pandemic are already in place. We covered that last week in the federal registry about, you know, uh, Ebola and, uh, in Marburg. And now you've got this whole thing with, uh, the people in Denver taking this, um, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to find it. Okay. In case, in case you missed it, um, Denver Health medical staff receives first live Ebola vaccine that sheds for the first time in history. And and, uh, Alex Jones really covered it earlier in the week. So a group of medical staff at Denver Health made history last November by being among the first to receive a live Ebola vaccine, a decision drawing attention due to its unusual nature and the vaccines reported shedding characteristics. Although there are currently no Ebola outbreaks, well, hint, hint, the proactive approach of Denver Health high-risk infection team has been both lauded and questioned. The live Ebola vaccine administered to members of Denver Health's high-risk infection team is part of a proactive strategy to bolster defenses against potential future outbreaks. Ebola, known for its high fatality rate, caused global concern during the 2014 West Africa epidemic, which also resulted in cases within the U.S., while the world is currently free of any ebola outbreaks the team at denver health is not taking any chances blah 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 so these people are all taking some strange uh, ervebo vaccine as it is known has a shedding rate of 31% according to FDA package insert the shedding reverse to the vaccines viruses ability to be transmitted to others including family members or casual contacts um, so uh, is this going to be the beginning of, you know, uh, the emergency? A lot of people are wondering. Um, but back to the other article. Um, using patents and government research, Calendar explained that using 5G to trigger the release of a previously injected pathogen has already been explored and tested. We were direct to a litany of papers that make reference to the use of 18 gigahertz signals in the 5G system to cause the swelling of the lipid nanoparticles, three one-minute blasts, it's called a pulse, caused the lipid nanoparticles to swell. In the hydrogel and the kill shots, as I call them for COVID, there are some commonalities. The commonalities were the use of lipid nanoparticles to carry synthetic DNA and RNA to reprogram people's bodies. The same lipid nanoparticles were filled with all kinds of different pathogens. It wasn't just three different types of HIV proteins. It wasn't just the spike proteins. It, it wasn't just a coronavirus. It was these strange chimeric diseases, part viral and part bacterial. Staphylococcus, Ebola, and Marburg, and E. coli. Okay? And so then it gets into the 5G system, um, where he mentioned uh, a 1P36 gene deletion that will turn these poor people into zombies, and we already know about the CDC with the zombie apocalypse stuff. I kind of covered this stuff last week. Um, so leave the world behind, hidden mind-control audio files found in the, the Netflix Obama film, okay? So the Obama movie is Satanic Ritual Abuse, Bonnie said, mind-control weaponry with an infrasonic wave, not audible to human ears. Uh, so they're talking about these people that uh, Awakened Video uploaded the new dystopian Netflix disaster thriller. They were surprised to find four soundtracks instead of one, something they'd never seen before. One of these four audio tracks is inaudible to humans because it's entirely in the infrasonic range. Okay, The psychoacoustic effects of infrasonic, sonic, and ultrasonic frequencies within non-lethal military warfare techniques clearly influences human psychologically. Sonic violence and acoustic trauma are not sci-fi concepts suggested for a distant future. In fact, they're already here and can inflict effects from hearing loss to traumatic brain injury. So basically they're saying um, infrasound defines itself as the inaudible frequency rate below the human bandwidth of around 20 hertz. Okay. Um, So this kind of sound is used by dictatorships like ours to stifle public dissent, aiming the generals to say to produce war without death, only a terrified public fleeing for their lives from zombie cops, just following orders, blah, 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 blah. Um, We discovered it because we're not under mind control, not being hit by the constant pulsing of these devices, and that's what allows us to see these things. This is psychotropic warfare, imperceptible to the ear, capable of extensive physical and behavioral control, a prevalent theme of conspiracy theorists and mind control victims. So it's kind of interesting angle that they have these four soundtracks running in this leave the world behind movie produced by the Obamas, which of course, knowing Obama's history with his family and the CIA and all that crap. I mean, it's very, very just a fascinating angle there to keep, you know, keep in the back of your head about this leave the world behind movie. I'm, I'm, You know, I'm not going to watch it. I don't watch Netflix, Netflix stuff, but it is what it is. Um, Sam, let's get clip two ready. Now, this is Stephen Ben Noon of uh, Israeli News Live. And he's got some, I guess, intel from who he trusts or something about China not only attacking Taiwan, but possibly Indonesia. Let's go ahead and listen to clip two.
1: Good morning, friends. Stephen Benoon here with Israeli News Live. I want to just quickly update you guys on some things that are going on in the world. Uh, May not be in mainstream media as of yet, but China is poised to try to take Taiwan and Indonesia and there are some friends that I know in the intelligence world there that uh, they say they believe that they're going to do this within the next couple of months Uh, I've I've been looking at some of the things that some friends have sent to me like Charles on Twitter uh, that do seem to indicate that that could be a very real possibility we know that China is doing live fire drills Uh, right there while the U.S. is also doing drills with the the Philippines or down in the Philippines. And uh, now China is doing live-fire drills all there in the same region. It's a very volatile situation. And then on top of that, we have the uh, bombing that ISIS has claimed responsibility for in Iran that has killed 80 people. And a lot of those are civilian deaths uh, that were involved. And, you know... There is a little country there in the Middle East, there just south of Lebanon, that although they don't accept that responsibility, ISIS did claim the responsibility. But if you remember, the head of the ISIS organization was one of their own uh, agents. Uh, So if ISIS is doing it, well, you already know the neck that turns the head. Uh, who would actually be involved in this. And it is, uh believe, and speculated that this is only to help broaden the war in the region there. So, um, as maybe Gaza winds down, which is really not wound down very much, just tragic amount of deaths that have happened, over 21,000 already and still climbing, uh... But before that totally winds down, I'm sure that there are those pundits for war with Iran, maybe even Lebanon and Syria, are going to continue to make sure that the events unfold in those areas uh, likewise. I'm Steve Benoon, You're watching. Uh, really is-
0: <sighs> so, yeah, everybody's talking about ISIS. Israeli secret intelligence service, another little acronym there, Daesh. That's the word in the Middle East. Um, gaining steam and blah, 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 blah. And we'll see what happens with, um, you know, um, this thing with China. Um, it was interesting. That's the first time I've heard talking about China Wanting to do something with Indonesia. now Indonesia, folks, is the world's largest Muslim country. China's had this big kind of thing, albatross, hanging around their neck in the world stage with the Uyghurs. And, you know, China's had dust-ups with the Philippines. Maybe... Something in the Chinese, uh, you know, long-range battle plans is going to make them um, do something with Indonesia, this the largest, most populated Muslim country in the world. Um, it's an it's an interesting angle. I don't know. I haven't. That's the first I heard of it. That's why I just wanted to kind of play it and get it kind of put out there. Now. Stu Peters and Alex Jones kind of got into it on the air. I guess they've had a falling out. I I don't know what their relationship is, but Stu Peters has been kind of um, throwing Alex kind of under the bus as far as being soft on um, the organized Jewish criminal network that's right up there at the apex of power in the world and Alex Jones had brother Nathaniel Kapner on from Real Jew News and then so um, and he was real agitated during that interview just like he was agitated during the Stu Peters Alex Jones interview so Alex doesn't handle um, people that are criticizing the organized Jewish criminal network very well and uh, don't know what that is. Uh, some people say he's running cover for Jewish mafia, the Jewish wing of the worldwide mafia, whatever. Uh, but Stu Peters had Brother Nathaniel on, and I watched. I watched it a couple times, and I was emailing back and forth with a couple listeners talking about it. And, I, and something about Brother Nathaniel kind of was bothering me, um, and. Basically, he, he he made such comments, such as uh, where he talked about his his family would tell him uh, you, you're you're thinking like a goy, and he, he used the term goy a lot in a you know like the goyim. Uh, he, he's there's something still embedded in his psyche that he's better than goyim, like. Um, He's like, only I can know about this stuff because I'm an ethnic Jew raised in the in the Orthodox. Blah 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 blah. The the goyim just can't figure it out and, and things like that. So he's he still got some of this uh, Jewish supremacy kind of built into his his um, psyche. Now whether he wants to admit that or not, he's a convert to Orthodox Christianity and. He really rips into the Jews as um, being, um, and and what's interesting though, he 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 like says every Jew in the world is an antichrist and and all this sort of stuff, and you know it's just like, dude, are you playing some sort of role here for somebody? You know, you're Russian Orthodox, and, and people that really have dug into the Orthodox, Russian Orthodox Church for years know of its penetration by the intelligence agencies. Um, and so, is he some sort of an asset? It's, it's possible. Um, be, but I, I wanted to play a couple parts here, because it's kind of interesting. This clip three, uh, Sam, So we're going to play the first part where he talks about the Israelis all being jabbed up and this kind of, um, this kind of parallels some of the hypotheses that I've put forth long, long time ago, back when BB was claiming that they've jabbed up the whole country damn near and all this other stuff. And then He's going to talk about Gavin Newsom. And then we'll go to another part where he talks about the protocols of Zion. OK, um, so let's play the first part. Go ahead and do the clip three. And
2: this is where the clot shot came from, isn't it? I mean, aren't aren't these the people who are on their fifth booster over there in Israel? Uh, that there was some sort of a yeah, man. So, I mean, it's, I definitely believe that there is absolutely 100 percent of physical attack happening right now. Uh, now, this is a, biological movie. warfare. It was saline. It was just, no one died in Israel. It's a saline solution. It was. It was just salt water. So why don't they want to take the shot that they say is so? Well, cool? they, they pretended they were doing it. You know, <laughs> they weren't doing it in Israel. It was, I just said it. It was saline. And that was uh, to show everybody we're taking our boosters. We're 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 taking the shot. You all should too. So this was part of a depopulation yeah, plan. attack was on really white Christians. Re- Moderna is an res- Israeli company, yeah. and Jews are tied into the whole international pharmaceutical business, like Vivek. I, 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 what I do, okay, Vivek, he says these things, and he's against Haley, you know, whatever. Okay, but I look into what is his business? How did he rise to any kind of position of, you know, prominence? Well, he's in the pharmaceutical business. <laughs> Jews. I said, Vivek's not gonna do anything. Plus, he's got the wrong color of skin. Man. You have to have you have to have a prop man. Someone you gotta prop someone up. The next president's gonna be Newsom. He's got the look, and the Jews will use him. Gavin Newsom will be, be the next president. Oh yeah, I have, I have no question in my mind. But if, even if Trump gets in, I mean, Alex Jones asked me, "What do you think?" Uh, is there a chance he's going to get in? I said, well, he'll, I don't know. it will either be rigged at the ballot box or rigged at the White House. Either way, the Jews got it tied up. Especially with a guy like Trump with all his uh, real estate holdings. I mean, they almost destroyed his Paj Mahal. So they had to bring this Rothschild guy in. I forget his name. They made him an economic Wilbur ross He was working for bankruptcy issues uh, for the Rothschild uh, uh, Wilbur ross. dynasty. I forget it. All right, go ahead and stop so it there.
0: Believes- uh, let's move to that 101 uh, 42. And then we're, he's going to talk about the protocols and and basically he's like a gentile couldn't have wrote that because there's so many layers and so forth. Well, you know, you got other people like uh, Eric John Phelps and some of these Vatican uh, they, you know, Vatican gangster um and the Vatican's the wellspring of all evil, and the the Jews never did nothing wrong. Type guys, you know, and any Jew that does something wrong is working for the Vatican. <laughs> you know that. But there's a whole swath of these researchers, and I pay attention to some of them just so I can see kind of triangulate off of where, where they're at. And sometimes they they find research that you're not going to find uh, over on other parts of the let's just say the the chessboard. Um, Let's go ahead and play that second part.
2: And that's part of the program laid out by the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. Now, if anybody reads this and wants to call it a fraud or a forgery, I say it's impossible that a Gentile could write this. Impossible. Because there's so many layers of intrigue and deception that a Gentile, who, who is more of an upright, forthright person, could never contrive all these layers of intrigue it was definitely written by jews there's no question about it and i can take a jewish intellectual and have him read it he'll agree with me and i know some jewish intellectuals i do know some and they would agree with me and some of them actually support me because they 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 agree with what i say i have a a, a fellow who was phd from harvard And I once said once on my videos that it started off as a Presbyterian seminary and it's turned into a Jewish yeshiva. (laughs) He started sending me money. He said, Yeah, you're right. But he's an older fellow, he's my age, you know. He's in his seventies. I'm seventy three going on nineteen.
3: I got more energy. You know, I,
2: I do agree with one thing that Alex Jones said. This is all very exhausting. Uh, but, you know, it is it is. But it doesn't exhaust me because I, I was exposed to this as a child. My dad used to take me to the Anti-Defamation League meetings run by B'nai B'rith. I saw it as a child because my father went to expose me behind the facade. That was my dad. Now, All right, you can stop it there. Great- um,
0: It's an interesting interview and it, it's worth watching a couple times and then and, and kind of get your mind and and just and it's really interesting to watch his facial expressions and all that stuff. He rolls his eyes at people a lot and does a lot of this stuff. And so yeah, he puts forth some some good information. But you know, uh he, he's got some hang ups of his own and uh he think you know, he's got he's still got this kind of I'm better than you uh goy mentality. And hey, you know m- maybe that stuff's it's impossible to get out of a person. You know when they when they've been talmudized since they were a kid and, and fed that stuff. Nikki Haley Nimrata Wandawa, wants to house a million Palestinian refugees in the USA. Okay, she's sympathetic to plans to house up to a million Palestinians in the U.S. as well as others from Middle Eastern terror states during a CNN interview. Isn't that interesting? All right, we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Last half hour coming your way.
4: are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
5: Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee.
2: HempPaste.com slash
0: RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN.
6: Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com.
2: Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift?
7: What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift?
2: That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too.
7: EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419.
8: Go now it's a freak show down in the city, broken dreams and desperate screams, the switch play gleams down in the city, empty cans, forgotten plans, begging hands down in the city, let us strewn, a broken tune, and come soon down in the city, down, yeah, down, down, city. Nothing's new. The mood is blue now. What's the truth down in the city? The streets of gold are going to really yellow. No, the heart is cold down in the city. Watch your back? Never slack. The soul is black down in the city. Look around at every sound. Compassion has drowned down in the city. Down, down, down. Yeah,
3: All right,
0: back. Incendiary radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network, January 21st, 2024. Last half hour of the broadcast. Israeli strike targets Hassan Nasrallah, Hezbollah leader, kills one of his personal security team. Breaking. Fadel Ali Salman, a member of Hezbollah chief Hassan Nasrallah's personal protection squad, was among those assassinated in today's targeted Israeli strike in Kafra, southern Lebanon. His death has now been confirmed by Hezbollah. They got a picture of him here on Hal Turner, pretty squared away looking soldier there. It's it's crazy. So... That's a big escalation. You just tried to assassinate the leader of Hezbollah, folks. <laughs> um I don't know what, to, you know, with the Houthi stuff and the Syria stuff and the Iran stuff. Absolute craziness. Um Sam get clip ten ready. This is this is Benjamin Netanyahu speaking in Hebrew and there's a translator. Let's let's listen to that right after this strike there.
5: For 30 years <inaudible> I am very <inaudible> consistent <inaudible> and I'm saying something <inaudible> very <inaudible> simple. This <inaudible> conflict <inaudible> is not on the <inaudible> lack <inaudible> of a state of <inaudible> Palestinian <inaudible> But the existence of a state, the Jewish state, every area that we evacuate, we receive terrible terror against that. It happened in South Lebanon, in Gaza and also Judea and Samaria, which we did it. And therefore I clarify that in other arrangement, any other arrangement in the future the state of Israel have to control on the entire area from the river to the uh, sea. This is what happens when you have sovereignty. This truth I say to our American friends, and I also stopped the attempt to impose us a reality that will jeopardize us. A prime minister in Israel has to be able to say no, even to the best of friends, to say no when you need to and to say yes when you can.
0: From the river to the sea. <laughs> now Palestine will not be free. Israel's gonna dominate it. They want that property. Now they're all talking about absorbing the freaking refugees. Ugh, it's crazy. Israeli airstrike kills several high ranking IRGC officers of Damascus. Five members of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard serving in an advisory capacity were killed Saturday in the Syrian capital of Damascus when Israeli war struck a residential building they were staying in. Iran confirmed the deaths of the Guard members. Syrian state media reported that the attack was carried out against the Masa, M-A-Z-Z-E-H, neighborhood by planes operating in the Israeli-occupied Golan Heights. Israel is yet to comment on the incident. Some reports say 10 people total were killed in the attack. So there was a general, Sadegh Omidzadeh, his deputy, Haj Golam, and three others. So you you know this is like damn near soleimani level um attack, so they're bombing in Lebanon, they're bombing in Syria, and then uh Netanyahu's threat he's saying we're gonna hit Iran, so it really makes you think of the albert Pike world three world wars kind of um foreshadowing of uh, it's really really coming to fruition here and um, just mind-blowing that we're we're facing this uh, senior senior NATO official says there will be a hot war with Russia. Admiral Rob Bauer. Chairman of the NATO's military Command committee told reporters following a meeting of NATO defense chiefs in Brussels that governments need to start putting rep preparations in place and that civilians will need to be mobilized on a large scale. We have to realize it's not a given that we are in, in peace. That's why we, NATO forces, are preparing for a conflict with Russia. He continued, but the discussion is much wider. It's also the industrial base and also the people that have to understand they play a role starts there the realization that not everything is planable, not everything is going to be hunky dory in the next 20 years so you've got that guy and then you've got um you've got some other oh here it is former mi6 chief says trump is a threat to the uk a political threat to britain <laughs> so yeah well you guys want to run around talking all this smack want to start all this conflict you guys are being like the pitbulls and you can't do nothing without any us and I mean us as far as our kids that are wearing these uniforms right now and I'm not saying us as far as the government the government is rotten it's I don't know you know I don't can it be reformed can it Can it be, you know what I'm saying, highly doubtful. Um, There was an article up on Zero Hedge where it talked about, um, you know, it it basically focused on the Tenth Amendment and how so many, so much of what you see in the government that we've all passively let be constructed outside of in direct violation of the Tenth Amendment. Now you got the Tenth Amendment Center, Bob Dole used to carry around in his suit pocket uh, a, a little piece of paper with the Tenth Amendment on it. Yeah, yeah, Bob Dole. But you, but you, you were in government the whole time that the juggernaut, the um, the Leviathan state, was being built. You know, this whole national security state, all of these agency upon agency upon federal agency. Just absolutely crazy. Um, meet the Jewish couple. Meet the nice Jewish couple who happened to be the largest distributors of gay pornography in America. For nearly four decades, Karen and Barry Mason owned Circus of Books in the book video store that was Considered Los Angeles the center of the gay universe, and later on they became one of the largest distributors of gay pornography in America. And there's a big now their lives are the su- subject of a documentary dropping on Netflix Wednesday, Circus of Books, made by their filmmaker and artist daughter, Rachel Mason. It's a good film, Karen Mason said. I just wish it were about someone else. Uh, this song, Christians for Truth, it's an interesting um Interesting uh, article, so you can find it there. Um, now this this was back this was from back in June from the Forward, the Jewish independent nonprofit. It was pioneering trans library until the Nazis burned it in Weimar Germany. The gay Jewish doctor Magnus Hirschfeld performed the first gender affirming surgeries and collected research on sexuality. The 1933 book burnings destroyed his life's work. Um, so ba- basically, this dude was doing freaking uh, disfiguration experiments on people. They're in Weimar, Germany. We're in, we're in, we're in Weimarica. And everybody, you know, I've been saying that. People been saying that for how long? Uh, Sam, get clip one ready. And this is Camille Paglia. She's a big feminist, um, s- academic, and so forth. And, um, and this is her from 2016, talking about trans stuff. Now, what's interesting, um, her father was a professor of romance languages at Lemoyne College private Jesuit college in DeWitt, New York. So there's a Jesuit connection here with Camille Paglia. Um, Now, she's a big feminist and so forth, but um, let's listen to uh, clip one.
7: I personally believe that um, anyone who, um, who, uh, who collaborates in an in, in in intrusion into a developing child's body and mind is guilty of child abuse, a crime against humanity, okay? because that child is not prepared to make such a decision. Okay? I, I, I think that such, such decisions about sex reassignment surgery must wait um, it, it, when one attains a majority, which would be, it seems to me a minimum of, of age 18 and uh, I'm, I'm very concerned with this because i think that um it's become a fashion, okay? Uh, that that uh, uh, that uh, the transgender uh, definition has become a kind of convenient label for young people who may simply feel alienated, okay, culturally for many other reasons. Okay, so that in the 1950s they might have become a Beatnik, in the 1960s they might have become a hippie, and taken uh, you know, mind-expanding drugs. Okay, and so today you're encouraged to think that your it's an alienation is because you are not uh, totally defined uh, uh, identifying with the, your particular inherited gender definition um, so I, I'm, I'm very concerned about this I think that a lot of it uh, I think that the, that the, that the uh, collaboration of the bureaucratic machinery with it has to do with the assault on masculinity okay ah okay you see trends, the gender doesn't really exist it's not really polarity I mean it's it, it, everything's all about expanding women's rights but also terminating men okay and, and defining men Of existence, masculinity is by definition toxic. Masculinity doesn't exist. You see, this is this is the proof of it. Now, I began all my studies. My my book, Sexual Personae, began as a dissertation at Yale uh, Graduate School on androgyny. I've always been fascinated, attracted, you know, to the subject of androgyny, uh, and and that's what sexual personae is. I explored it in history, but the the more I explored it, I realized that um, that historically, this uh, this uh, the movement toward androgyny occurs in late phases of culture as a as if a civilization is starting to uh, unravel. Okay, and that you can find it again and again and again through history in the in the in the Greek art. Okay, you can you can see it happening. All of a sudden, okay, there's there's a kind of, uh, you know, the 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 sculptures of of um, of uh, handsome nude young men athletes that used to be very robust. Okay, in the archaic period, suddenly begin to seem like wet noodles. Okay, toward the end. Okay, and and that and that the people who 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 live in such periods, a late phase of culture whether it's, it's the Hellenistic era whether it 's the Roman Empire whether it's it 's uh, the mauve decade of Oscar Wilde in the 1890s whether it 's Weimar Germany people who live in such times okay feel that um, they 're very sophisticated they 're very cosmopolitan okay and homosexuality heterosexuality so what anything goes and so on all right and, so, and but but we, from the perspective of, of historical distance okay you can see that it's a culture that no longer believes in itself okay and then and, and then what you what you invariably get are, are you know are are people people who are convinced of the power of heroic masculinity okay on the edges whether they're the vandals and the Huns okay or whether or whether they're the barbarians of Isis okay you see them you know starting to mass on the outsides of the culture and that's what we have right now that there is a tremendous uh, and, and, and rather terrifying disconnect between the infatuation with the transgender movement on, in, in our own culture and what's going on out there okay all right? and, so, and so I mean that's so I, I'm concerned. I feel it's ominous. Okay? I, I, I question whether uh, the transgender uh, choice is um, in, indeed genuine in every, every single case. Uh, but, what, again, what concerns me is when uh, well-meaning uh, adults you know, believe that they're helping people uh, by, by making the easier, uh, some permanent change in the body from which there is no going back um you know for example brown university one of the elite, uh, you know, ivy league schools in the united states put uh, sex reassignment surgery on its in, uh, on its uh, student insurance program okay so you, so that so that it becomes you know they can get a, a sex change in college i think i i thought oh my lord okay i i feel that's evil okay because what it does to to young people today facing an uncertain job market okay what it says people who are questioning their gender while they're at brown university um suddenly feel well it's like economically you know a Judgment, you know, for me to move now on this rather than to wait till I don't have a job and living in my parents' basement. Okay, and so, so actually, the, you know, the, and the adult community trying to be understanding, okay, is I think involved in, you know, in, impossibly making a permanent change in someone's life that that could have tragic consequences.
0: All right, go ahead and stop it there. The fascinating part there was about the the end or the 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 dying phase of a culture. And then you see this rapid onset of androgyny and transgender and blah, 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 blah. And as America looks like it's towards the end of this experiment, whatever you want to call this thing that we live in, the total explosion of this gender dysphoria, uh, this this whole gender confusion, this war on tradition. Craziness. Um, what was I at? Um, but anyway, um, there was a there was a zero hedge article that was that was, I was just about to cover. Um, but it's about Johns Hopkins talking about um, basically that taking our guns is going to stop the Second Civil War, okay? And so, just just the strangest stuff here. Um, I wanted to get this in. Uh, Sam, if you want to get clip 12, clade X, okay? So this is this precursor exercise, of course, at the... Uh, johns hopkins university um uh, uh you know about what's possibly coming our way next if you want to play that one clip 12
3: remember that disease x which you've heard about in the news in the last several days is actually a branded derivative of a thing that was already a tabletop exercise it's called X, which actually predates the event 201 for coronavirus but if you go back and you look at Claydex, you'll realize that Claydex is not just the brand name of a uh, tabletop exercise, which was funded by Dustin Moskowitz, the co-founder of Facebook, and the one who has been the ghost check writer behind all of the actions recently. It's important for you to realize that that Claydex is actually not only the tabletop exercise, but it's actually a venture partnership between Moskowitz and the welcome trust and the welcome trust for people not familiar with this is one of the oldest criminal organizations in, in the, in operation in the world. Um, the welcome trust is also known as the, the, uh, the, one of the largest charitable foundations of the UK that in partnership with the Rockefeller foundation by 1924 were the ones that collectively put in motion, the process, which came to 1944 And the proposal to fund the World Health Organization, which, in fact, they then funded so that they could actually get absolute immunity, as I've pointed out in many of my presentations in Europe. The fact of the matter is what they're doing in Davos is actually the dry run of the CladeX exercise to get ready for the passage of the IHR World Health Organization treaty reform, which is intended to take over a supra-sovereignty on any declared emergency, which is the reason why my organization continues to maintain vigilance on all the 64 scheduled and funded pathogens that are in the queue for release against humanity. And that list I have gone over in many presentations. I'm not going to bore everybody on this call. But the fact of the matter is what's happening in Davos right now is the planning phase, not unlike the Bretton Woods summit was in 1944, July of 1944, when Bretton Woods set in motion all this nonsense. The fact of the matter is what they're doing right now is they're planning the sequence of events where they can actually cascade another terror campaign, which then triggers not only the need for allegedly another medical countermeasure, but it also this time is going to involve The other piece that they failed to achieve with the covid campaign, which is the eradication of cash based transactions in commercial interaction, because it turns out that one of the things that they desperately need to do is to make sure that they have central control on the flow of value exchange and the mapping of the networks associated with that. And because of that. It's critical that they plan better than they did with COVID, because they blundered their way into COVID, and unfortunately, they did not do the full control takeover that they wanted, which is exactly what is on the agenda for Davos this week.
0: All uh, right, stop that there. So, of course, John Hopkins ran that Clade X, just like Event 201. John Hopkins also, it's by Gun Owners of America. John Hopkins' own Bloomberg School for Public Health, yeah, Mike Bloomberg, the big anti-gunner, outlines the action items of the billionaire-funded gun control lobby's wish list and makes the claim that those specific gun control provisions are crucial to stopping an armed insurrection in the U.S. So they're running all the stuff over at John Hopkins with Event 201, Claydex, all this other stuff. And on another little school funded by Bloomberg, They're saying that we have to have specific gun control provisions crucial to stopping an armed insurrection in the U.S. Well, what do you got planned that's going to possibly cause uh, people to, quote-unquote, insurrect against you tyrant jerks? Hmm? So basically, public... Policy and practice recommendations regulate the public area of firearms, strengthen existing laws, or increase enforcement of current laws to prohibit paramilitary activity. That's malicious, folks. Prohibit civilian possession of firearms in locations essential to political participation, such as polling places, legislative buildings, and protests to protect the core functions of government. Enact and, and implement extreme risk protection orders, red flag laws, to temporarily disarm people who pose a high risk of violence repeal or create exceptions for firearm preemption laws to give local governments the ability to create policies to address risks of insurrectionism in their jurisdictions, break the insurrectionist permission structure by openly denouncing violence. And in gunovers America, um, only tyrants should be worried. That's what they tweeted on top of that article. And so we're seeing... Okay, so you're going to leave the border wide open. You're going to absorb, what, four times population of like iowa or wyoming into the country many of whom uh, chinese uh, who knows what else tons of um, venezuelans they could be here for a military mission probably a bunch of cubans um, and so forth and so on people coming from hostile marxist regimes from central and south america uh, you know there's an article up on gateway pundit today where some guys like you're gonna know uh, who I am, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's that was one of the last breaking articles. It's up, uh, where's it at? Illegal alien threatens independent journalists after he was asked where he was from. You'll find out who who I am very soon. And you can watch that. It's up on Gateway Pundit. It's one of the last articles that I got before I, I went on air. But, uh, you, you know, um, very, you know, craziness. Okay so you want to say that you're going to need to to stop insurrection but what is what do you do you really want to disarm us to where we can't even defend ourselves against um the red terror that you're orchestrating on the streets it's it's not the it's not the organized red terror yet but what do you think all this violence is on the streets with the prosecutors just revolving door uh, like in New York and, and elsewhere where these people just get booked and, and released without even having to postpone after they just, um, you know, after they just like damn near killed somebody or the, like, you know, uh, and so forth. so. I mean, we got the end of the broadcast here. I got to a lot of stuff. Pope Francis praises Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, and message sent to 2024 Davos Summit. Yeah, the Jesuits are in on this too. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. I tried to pump in as much info as I could. We'll see you later, folks. Take care of yourselves.
3: know my precious said a breathe outside the weather storming with the raindrops freezing on my
4: It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at tlbtalk.com and join the social media revolution. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.